0: what's up 10 and j man show nation this is tanner lee one half of the 10 and j man show and on behalf of myself and my co-host josh the j man month we want to thank you for listening to our podcast while you're at it on whatever platform you're listening on please hit that subscribe button and if it happens to be on apple Podcasts, please give us a rating review that really helps us out If you're interested in watching our show, our show is recorded live every Monday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on the ISC Sports Network Facebook page, and their Twitter page. While you're at it, on the social media channels, please give us a like on our Facebook page. Please give us a follow on our Twitter and Instagram page, at Show. If you want to support our podcast and look great doing so, we have a merchandise store. You can go to any of our social media pages, click the link, click Tannin J-Man Show store, and you'll find whatever you're looking for, short sleeve t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, coffee mugs, you name it, we got it. So thanks again for supporting the podcast. Now sit back, relax, and here comes another exciting brand new episode of the Tannin J-Man Show. It's Monday night. You know what that means. Another brand new episode of the Tannen J Man Show. I about call it the wrong podcast. <laughs> you do so many I, of them. I know. I'm Tanner Lee with my coach, Josh the J Man Man, J Man, NFL football is back and it feels great.
1: It's just so nice to have football back. I tell you what, now that. Uh Baseball's over for me. <laughs> it's
0: been I've, over for you since July, let's be it's honest. It's been over
1: for a while. But for the past few years, like baseball's been my sole focus until like, October-ish. Um, it's nice to have a football back, um, just full crowds, too. Uh, one general manager I saw said he was he got emotional riding into the stadium today um, or yesterday, um, just seeing the fans out tailgating and that? stuff. Uh, it said a, an anonymous general uh. manager. Um, I don't know which one.
0: I don't even want to take any guesses.
1: I'm going to go with the Bills. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> it,
0: yeah, Bills, general manager. Yeah, yeah. Well, he or she, I think it's a he, their general manager, their owner's a she, I yeah. believe. Well, he went home uh, sad yesterday after the Steelers got an impressive win up there in Orchard Park.
1: Yeah, that uh, that was one of the bigger wins that I don't think anyone really expected. I know uh, Buffalo was
0: six-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, I have a baseball party bogey for you this week. I
0: really don't like you. <laughs> New co-host wanted, please. Uh, I
1: could not, for the life of me, find a good football question. Well, it doesn't help I if don't, you don't
0: remember till about 40 minutes prior to the show.
1: That doesn't help at all. Um, I'm kind of embarrassed. Not embarrassed by no, it, but I know two, be two straight but weeks that I've done this.
0: I, just, I think you're playing it off now. You got a two-stroke lead, so now you're just I think milking you have it a, to your advantage. Like,
1: I think you have a legitimately easy chance to get this. Here we go. Max Scherzer is the 19th pitcher in Major League Baseball history to reach 3,000 career strikeouts. Can you name the other 18? I'm just kidding. That's (laughs) not the question. (laughs) Awesome. Scherzer is the second fastest to get there in terms of innings behind only who?
0: Hmm. Birdie Bogey is mm-hmm. brought
1: to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. Get your veggies.
0: What are we starting off with tonight, Jamie? I say
1: we start off with college football. That's kind of my, uh, my take on things. Let's do it. All
0: right, let's do it. What are your thoughts? <laughs> what are my thoughts? Uh, <laughs> interesting week two around the country, really. Um, saw some upsets. Sure. Um, USC gets upset by Stanford, and then today, yeah. just within the last hour, they fired their head coach, Clay Helton.
1: Yeah. Um, don't see too many coach firings in week two. Uh, you know, they let him come back. So they had a pretty good year last year, and then they fire him week two. Like, what's the point of that? I know they got whooped at home by a pretty mediocre Stanford team, but, man, Why? Why not just fire him last year? If you're gonna fire him two weeks into the season, like what's what's the point of even having him stay? Let
0: the coaching carousel begin already. Uh, Let the rumors and names fly out there. Yeah, you know they're gonna probably grab some big name.
1: Yeah, I mean we've seen uh, James Franklin's been mentioned already. Um, Luke Fickle from Cincinnati, Matt Campbell, Iowa State, P.J. Fleck. Even even. P.J. Fleck, even somehow he
0: might he might want to take that. Somehow that shine is still on him. Yeah, if he can um, get that, he might want to take that.
1: yeah, it, it'll attract a pretty big name. Who knows? Maybe they dip into the NFL as well uh, with a guy uh, that I think we'll talk about later on. Um, again, you don't see too many jobs open week two of the college football season, let alone big jobs like this.
0: Other teams go down this week and upsets Texas. Yeah. Being handled by Arkansas. And
1: Arkansas must be pretty dang good. Uh, They're ranked 20th now. Um, Oregon went into the Ohio State University and really controlled the whole game and ended up winning.
0: Ohio State's got a problem on defense. That's, uh, I believe, eight straight games they've given up 28-plus points. Interesting. And their last three (laughs) games combined, now one of them was Alabama National Championship last year. The last three games combined, they've given up 118 points. That's the most since 91. 1891.
1: 1891. Not
0: 1991.
1: Now we're kind of seeing – now we can actually um, evaluate Ryan Day as a football yep. coach. Those first couple of years he had all of Urban sort of players there. Uh, now he's getting his own. He's still recruiting e- elite. Oh, um, that school always will. Um, and, and it always will. But now I think we can kind of start to evaluate Ryan Day as a head football coach.
0: Yeah, Ohio State filled a ninth in the AP poll, so they're still not they are not out of the playoff. They have to run
1: the table, though. But I
0: would think they have to run yeah. the table. I don't think they can slip up even once in the Big Ten. Which
1: they very easily could run the table they could. as well.
0: They could, but I will say, you told me last week, you know, I had Ohio State number one in my Big Ten Power Rankings, my weekly Big Ten Power Rankings. You said, I don't think that'll change all year. Yep, already. It's changed because they're not number one. I'll yep. get to that here soon. But uh, what were your thoughts around uh, Big Ten country? <laughs>
1: Uh, well, around Big Ten country, we saw, of course, Ohio State lose, as I said. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at some other scores, I mean, Purdue just waxed UConn. UConn's literally the worst um, Division One team I've ever they've, seen. They've lost 28 of their last 29 games against FBS. But I'm opponents. still glad
0: Purdue went in and dominated. Uh, they had I was to. nervous they'd they 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 go had in and win by like 13,
1: Sef- 17. 17 yeah. like, eh, you, know. you, you could tell early that even though I think it was 0-0 about early into the first yeah. quarter or so, you knew. Purdue would just. Purdue went three
0: and out their first drive and scored their next seven drives. Yes.
1: Iowa going into Iowa State on game day and winning by 10. Um, Hawks are for real. Offensive production is so bad for Iowa. They had just (laughs) 173 yards of total offense, but they uh, forced four turnovers. They didn't turn the ball over once. that's what they did against Indiana. They didn't have a whole lot of offensive production, but they scored 34 points. Defense wins
0: championships.
1: Uh, Brock Purdy, who's one of the best quarterbacks in college football, went 13 for 27, 138 yards, and three interceptions for Iowa State. If he
0: ever had a chance at the Heisman, he just it's kissed over. that goodbye because they were um, going to have to have a magical year, anyways, absolutely. for him to be in the conversation, but that's over. Um,
1: Defense has obviously been really good for Iowa. That offense is going to need to step up because yep. I don't think they're going to force four turnovers a game like they have the I agree. previous two weeks. Uh, but a huge win going in there, and I think they're going to be your number one in your power rankings. That's just a it's just a hunch I have. <laughs> um, Rutgers, 2-0. Yeah, and Yeah. On mean, the road, I mean, beat you know, Syracuse. Temple
0: and Syracuse aren't great programs, but they're, <clears throat> they're recognizable names at least. So sure. Getting some momentum going for Shiano. Um, how about uh, – Screw up there! I just lost my train of thought. Minnesota squeaked by a not very good Miami Ohio squad. He, you got to think uh, them losing uh, their stud running back for the season is really gonna hurt yes,
1: them. Yes, uh, Muhammad I- Ibrahim with an Achilles injury. Thank you. I couldn't think of his um, name. You, you could see it pop when he planted mm-hmm. uh, against Ohio State Week One. I mean, that's huge. He's had I think he had over sixteen hundred yards rushing last mm-hmm. year. Um, huge for him. I mean, uh, their quarterback. Uh, his name's Tanner, I believe, isn't it? I believe you're right, Tanner Morgan. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, oh, yeah, he's the trans, yeah. Oh, Minnesota, yeah, yeah. Minnesota, yeah. I thought yeah. we were
1: talking about Rutgers. He uh, <laughs> didn't play that well against Miami, Ohio. I mean, losing uh, Rashad Bateman, mm-hmm. number one wide receiver uh, to the NFL in the first round last year, kills you. Uh, but uh, he he needs to play better. He was only eight for 17 against Miami, Ohio. He did throw two touchdowns. They still ran it pretty well 175 yards rushing, but it's only 3.8 yards carry. That's a pretty bad Mac school, yeah. Um, that they really need to blow out and they just refuse to do so kind of the same you could say about northwestern just beating indiana state 24 to 6 yeah um
0: northwestern's not gonna score a lot of points this year
1: they'll play really good defense uh hunter johnson it he is as i said last week he's one of the biggest recruiting busts ever he was a five-star quarterback and against indiana state this past week he went 9 for 16 for 66 yards.
0: Why are they only throwing 16 times against Indiana State?
1: They ran it 46 times, hmm. Average 4.5 yards carry. So they were kind of running yeah. all over them. But in order to win the Big Ten, got to be able to throw a little better than that. Yeah,
0: one of the better max schools, Ball State, they went to Happy Valley, and Penn State easily took care of them. 44
1: to 13, I believe the final score was. It uh, was.
0: A line I struggled at Virginia.
1: Uh, they have the worst. Um, pass defense any level of football, including, like, Pop Warner football. Um, They gave up 405 yards passing and five touchdowns to Virginia's quarterback, Brennan Arm. There's
0: enough problems in week zero.
1: I just think that says more about Nebraska than it does Illinois, to be honest. I'm starting to agree with you there. Um, Bielema shows up, and I think we expected – players that have been bad their whole careers to finally be good in a new season. It's just not.
0: It's going to take a few years. Bad
1: habits are still a thing. Supposedly I was reading on Twitter how they're just, they're biting hard. Uh, the linebackers and safeties on the run play and then guys are running wide open past them. Um, they've had so many penalties. So um, can't polish a turret overnight. That's what they say. <laughs>
0: That's uh yeah, that's that's something. <laughs> uh, but Nebraska took care of business. Indiana took care of business. Maryland took care of business. Michigan won the ABC primetime game mm-hmm. easily, thirty-one to ten over Washington. Yeah, Washington's
1: been disappointing, losing yeah. uh, to Montana to start the season you know. and then uh, getting absolutely whooped. Um, I think Michigan's Michigan. pretty good. I think this they're year. pretty good. Blake Corum uh, had twenty-one carries for one hundred seventy-one yards and three touchdowns. And I think he won Big Ten Player of the Week, Offensive Player of the Week. Yep, so uh,
0: ready for my power rankings? I'm ready to hear them. All right, my Big Ten weekly power rankings. We'll start at the bottom, the basement of the Big Ten. Any guesses?
1: The bottom of the ba- – I'm going to go Illinois. one
0: You are correct. Illinois slid down to 14th. Um, I mean, every every program's got to win now. Um, I, I could have put them up a little higher because they do have a conference win, I guess. they
1: still winning the Big Ten West. <laughs> yeah, getting
0: smacked 42-14 to by a Virginia team that I don't think is going to be all that great and then losing the – Texas San Antonio, who's a really good small program, but
1: can't lose to them you know. at home.
0: Number thirteen, Northwestern Wildcats moved up a spot. <sighs> yeah, I don't think they're very good. I mean, they lost to Michigan State in in bad fashion, really. Um, yeah, woof. two weeks yeah. ago at home, and then they, they beat Indiana State, but like you said, they didn't win as by as much as they probably should. So. Yep. Number twelve, I got the Indiana Hoosiers. Um, they did take care of business against Idaho, but still they looked. Bad week one against Iowa. Now take care of business this week against number eight Cincinnati. You're gonna go way up in my power.
1: Ratings. I think Indiana will be fine. Um, I mean, we saw Iowa do the same thing dot I- number nine Iowa State right? as we did to Indiana the week before. Yeah, this so, this uh, game's
0: gonna be big for them though. Yeah, you lose another game, huge. Cincinnati. I mean, then you got to play Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Say you lose all four of those games, that's five losses right, right. there. So uh, number eleven, I got the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Um, I mean, they did get their first win I would of the year. I'll
1: flip flop them in Indiana, or yeah, that's easily. fair. That's fair. fair. Um, Might even flip flop them in Northwestern.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I got them eleventh. They got the win over at Miami Ohio, but I don't know. I don't. I just don't. I have a feeling Gold, Goldie's not gonna be that that good this nah, year. No, I'm very good. Number ten, I got the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Maybe I put them a little too high. I agree. I mean, they did. They do have two wins under their belt now, but they took care of uh, Fordham and and Buffalo. Well, this week they go to Norman, Oklahoma to face Spencer Rattler in Oklahoma sooner. So, you get have, a win there. Then have fun. <laughs> I'll move you up a ways. I think they're 20, twenty-two 22-point underdogs yeah, in Yeah, I knew Oklahoma. it was 20-plus. Number nine, Wisconsin Badgers. <laughs> um, well, it gets hard here because then you're getting the teams that have won two games. Right. So, it's like, ah, these, these are going to change so much every uh, week. Um, I got them number nine right now. I mean, they beat Eastern Michigan, but they should have um yeah this 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 is where it just gets tough for me number eight i got maryland they did have that nice win over west virginia took care of hampton i believe it was or was it howard howard it's howard i think howard um i don't even know who they played this week off the top of my head it is uh yes illinois Illinois, friday Friday night. night um number seven i probably should have put this team higher to be honest michigan state they had a good win for them at, at Northwestern Week 1. Took care of Youngtown State Week 2. They play at your Hurricanes, Miami Hurricanes, this Kings. week. Who are still ranked. So, are you? take care of them. Then we can start talking. Mel Tucker might have the most improved team in the country. Yeah. Number six, is, it's biased on my part. I got Purdue sitting number I
1: six. personally thought you were going to have them second. So no. I really got them
0: number six. <laughs> um, I mean, Oregon State, they did smack Hawaii over the weekend, which is kind of nice to see. I still don't think they're going to be – a. More than a middle-of-the-pack Pac-12 team at best. UConn, like I said, is probably the worst Division One team. But, I mean, this has only produced second 2-0 start since 2007, the other one being last year. Then they lost four straight. Of course, they have a challenge going up to Notre Dame, number 12 Notre Dame this week. First time they've played each other in seven years. First time Purdue's been up to South Bend in nine years. But i got to say, real quick for Purdue, David Bell, he's pretty good. He's a pretty good football player. I would say he's Purdue's best wide receiver in school history.
1: It's hard to argue that. I think uh, I think
0: Rondell Moore was. I think he's
1: well. Even if they, even if Rondell would have stayed healthy, I still think David Bell was better. His
0: numbers right now are like identical to what Rondell's mm. were, and and of course he's stayed more healthy. So Rondell had a few catches yesterday. Yeah, four for sixty-eight yards. I believe. Pretty so good. not not a bad debut. Number five, we got the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Um, did not think I'd have them number five in my power rankings after two weeks, but here we are. <laughs> they beat, uh, like we said, they beat uh, Temple sixty one fourteen. and got a win over Syracuse, and then this week they uh, played Delaware at home. So yeah, Shiano's club's 3-0, looking to go three and zero. Number four, it got Ohio State. Uh, maybe I should have slid them down more, but they still lost to a really good Oregon team. It's still, but Ohio it was State. at home. It did snap their I think twenty eight game home win streak. <laughs> Twenty something, maybe it's not twenty eight, but uh, but they did lose. Um, they got to figure out that defense. Number three, I got Penn State. They're, I think they're number ten. I think they're solid. They have Auburn this week. They got Auburn this week. Uh, that'll be a good one. I got the Indian Lions number three. Um, Franklin's got off to a good start, like he needed to. Number two, I got the Michigan Wolverines. The uh, hardballs get off the good start like he needed to. I think this team wins at least nine games this year. The number one I got the Iowa Hawkeyes, I think that's really hard to argue. I mean they beat two ranked teams to start the year, mm. Indiana and Iowa State. I don't know how including you including one them. of them on the road. I don't know how you don't put them number one. I agree. Pretty solid it's pretty yeah. solid ranking. Yeah. Through.
1: Go through and uh, do our Big Tim Pick 'em. Yep, Big
0: Tim Pick 'em with confidence points.
1: Starting Friday night in Champaign under the lights. Maryland at Illinois. Good surprise, I'm taking the line eye. Taking the line eye, huh? Yep. Brandon Peters is back. Um, I just don't think they'll be able to score enough points. Don't think they'll be able to stop too, his little brother. Um, I think Maryland's
0: better, but I think they're going to have their chest puffed out. They're feeling good being 2-0. and Coming a little confident, just for some reason. Weird things happen on Friday night college football games. Illinois gets them. I only it, got two confident It points, wouldn't so. surprise
1: me if Illinois <laughs> wins. I just don't think they'll be able to stop Talia. Dwayne Jarrett's um, pretty good, too. Tonga Viloa and... Um, Mike Loxley coming back to Champaign, I think, for the first time. He was Illinois' offensive coordinator oh, uh, during the Rose Bowl year. He's the one that recruited Aurelius Ben and Tavon Wilson and Vontae Davis. And, he hit the uh, Washington, D.C. Um, area He part. did, so, which is huge for Maryland. No. Uh, but give me Maryland for six. All right. Uh, Nebraska at Oklahoma.
0: I think Oklahoma wins this pretty easily. I yep. got
1: them for Nine. I have Oklahoma for nine as well. I think they cover that 22-point spread.
0: Hey, it's fun to get that little old rivalry back, sure. but it's not what it used to be. And and it's the- not going to be
1: fun for Scotty Frost and the boys. No, no. <laughs> Cincinnati three and a half point favorites going into Indiana. On ESPN. I Expect this one to be a good one. Very good game.
0: I like Luke Fickle as a mm-hmm. head coach there. I think I think he's a good fit, but also I could see him taking a big job like at USC. He turned down Michigan State two years ago when they ultimately got Mel Tucker. Sure. I got the Bearcats, but I'm only putting one confidence point on this game.
1: I'm right there with you. I have Cincinnati for one uh, coin flip. In my opinion, I I think uh, Memorial Stadium will be absolutely rocking. Um, first time with fans back uh, for a really good Indiana football team in a while. Uh, they have to win it, though, if they second, want to. Second uh,
0: game back. They were home the other night. Oh, they were but home they, the other night. But, a but against run. a ranked team, right. I should say. Right. Um,
1: I th- yeah, I think Cincinnati wins, but I think it's a coin flip. Mike Keynes Who uh, come off a uh, squeaker against uh, Appalachian State? Who's uh, App App State's a very good football program. They're my
0: second favorite team now that Uh. I know Danny Hope's coaching for them.
1: (laughs) They host Michigan State uh, with there'll be about eleven thousand people at Hard Rock Stadium.
0: Yeah, did you see the biggest reaction of the Canes game was saving that cat?
1: I saw the cat was dangling. um, It
0: fell. And yeah. everybody was ready to catch him. These guys had a flag out and they caught him in the flag and he raised it up like Simba and the whole place <laughs> went nuts. Awesome. Go check it out on Twitter <laughs> or Instagram if, um, if you haven't. But uh, like I said, if Mel Tucker and the squad can go down there and get this game, they start 3 0. We got to start talking about them as the most sure. improved team in the country. But I think Miami wins this one. They have seven confident points on the Hurricanes. Miami is six and a half point
1: favorites um, at home. I just. Miami, every year, feels like they're overrated, and um, they just can't get these type of games done like they should. I think they ultimately win, and I have five confidence points on them. Northern Illinois travels to Ann Arbor to take on Michigan, who is 27-point favorites.
0: Michigan cruises. I have 10 confidence points on this game.
1: I have eight confidence points on Michigan, and that's really a product of who other teams play. Yeah. Um, I think they whoop them pretty good. Minnesota travels to Colorado. Colorado's two point favorites. Uh, Colorado uh, lost ten
0: to seven to Texas A and M over there. Yeah, A and M's quarterback, uh, true freshman quarterback, cracked a bone in his leg. Sounds painful. Um, this is a tough place for Big Ten opponents to play. Ascot Scott Frost from a few years ago. I like the Buffaloes to get this win. I got four confident points on Colorado.
1: I have Colorado as well for three. Uh, we're right there. I know nothing about Colorado. I don't even know who their head coach is. Do you know who their head
0: coach Mm-mm. is? I don't either.
1: Purdue travels to Notre Dame for the first time in a decade?
0: Uh, first time they've been to South Bend since 2012, so nine years. First ti- time the two play have played since 2014. It's been seven mm. years. These two teams played each other. Every year. Every year. Now they play this year, take a two-year hiatus, then jump back into each other's schedule for six years. Glad the game's back on schedule. Notre Dame, really, you can say they got lucky both two weeks.
1: Both um, weeks. They should I mean, not have won. Toledo had them on the ropes. Definitely against Toledo. Um, um, and they let Florida State creep back
0: into it. I'm, I'm anxious to listen to Drew Brees on this call. That will be fun. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's going to be tough for him to <laughs> not be a Purdue homer for the week. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, I got Notre Dame. I got them for five, but I think Purdue gives them a game. I think I think Purdue keeps competitive.
1: Notre Dame's seven point favorites. Um, I think I have Notre Dame for seven. Uh, I think Notre Dame wins. I think it's a fairly close game. Late, I think Notre Dame ultimately wins by probably two touchdowns or so.
0: Uh, one thing I like is Purdue is familiar with their quarterback, Jack Cohn. Yes, they played him a few times. So um, no lost to him there. a few times. <laughs> well, sure, <it's> Wisconsin. <laughs> Everybody who plays for Wisconsin beats uh, Purdue. Kent State at Iowa. Yeah, I got Iowa easily. Eleven points.
1: I've Iowa for ten. Uh, Tulsa at Ohio State.
0: This is my twelve pointer. Ohio State's out for blood. They're gonna smack, smack them around.
1: It's my twelve pointer as well. They're twenty six and a half point favorites. Uh, Delaware at Rutgers.
0: Rutgers goes three and zero. This is my eight point confidence pick.
1: Uh, I have Rutgers for eleven. I'm right there with you. Uh, Northwestern at Duke.
0: And Northwestern was a slight favorite here. Duke's not three very point. good anymore. Cutcliffe, uh, David Cutcliffe, I'm surprised he hadn't retired. Duke lost to Charlotte last uh, week. I got Northwestern North for one. six.
1: I have Northwestern for four. Uh, it'll be something like six to three final score. <laughs>
0: That's exciting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Auburn at Penn State should
0: be a good one here. Uh, both teams are ranked. I got the Nittany Lions getting it done. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a wideout game.
1: Yep. But for three, lines. three
0: confident points.
1: Penn State uh, six point favorites. I have Penn State for two. Elsewhere around college football, New Mexico travels to Texas A and a
0: and thought they played uh, Arkansas for some reason this week. A and M easily.
1: A and M, yeah, they're twenty. Even though they'll be advantage. playing a new court with a new quarterback. Number fifteen, Virginia Tech travels to uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. West
0: Virginia lost to uh, Rutgers. Maryland.
1: Maryland, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I know it was a bad big. Yeah, Maryland court.
0: already. Uh, Virginia Tech has uh, got that win over North Carolina. I like the Hokies. West Virginia's three-point favorites at home. I'm um, going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take the Hokies. Not one. so fast, my friend. Give me West Virginia. You, you got a soft spot in do, your heart for the I Mountaineers. Do. I do. The Canes and the Mountaineers. The
1: Chanticleers travel up north to Buffalo, New York.
0: Yeah, give me Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, 135 They smacked the Jayhawks time. around last week, but that's not saying much. That's not saying much. Give me Coastal.
1: Alabama travels to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium in Gainesville, the Florida. The Swamp. Face Um, the Gators.
0: Seems like a really early week for this matchup. Mm -hmm. Number 11, uh, Florida. Yeah, the elephants go in there and they don't get ate by the Gators. They stomp and squash the Gators. Um,
1: Alabama, once again, is the best team in college football, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they win another national title. Uh, They're 15.5-point favorites, and I think they uh, cover that.
0: You know, one thing interesting, I was thinking about my bold predictions today. I made a bold prediction that a team outside of Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State will win the national title. Clemson, Ohio State already have a loss. Yeah. But I need Alabama to choke Blue, one up here man. somewhere soon. Well, let's see: South
1: Carolina, Georgia, Georgia's thirty-one point favorite. Yeah, uh,
0: Kirby Smart and the boys
1: roll, roll easily. Two and zero. Virginia travels to twenty-one. North Carolina.
0: Yeah, and more intriguing matchup than I thought it would be a week ago. But Sam Howell and the Tar Heels get it done.
1: Sam Howell looked horrendous against Virginia he Tech. Did. Um, they played over the weekend, um, Georgia State, and they won fifty-nine seventeen. <laughs> Uh, Sam Howe was a little better, uh, threw threw for three touchdowns, ran for two. Uh, I think North Carolina gets it done at home. Interesting matchup here. Number 19, if I can get back to it, number 19, um, Arizona State.
0: Herm and the boys, huh?
1: Number 19, Arizona State, travels to Provo, Utah to face Brigham
0: Young. BYU got it done against Utah the other night in the Holy Wars. Uh, Give me Brigham Young University.
1: Arizona State's three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Yeah, give me BYU. That's a tough place to play. Yes, it gets rocking. Iowa State goes on the road. Uh, actually, I think that's a neutral site uh, game to face UNLV.
0: UNLV you know, is historically awful. They're zero and two already. Uh, Brock Purdy and the Cyclones, and Matt Campbell squad, they have a bounce back game here.
1: They're thirty point favorites. Uh, UNLV is zero and two. Like I said, with losses to Eastern Washington and then Arizona State, so they are uh, they're bad. They're bad um one more here fresno state travels to ucla
0: number mm. 23 ucla number 13 sorry chip's got the guys going you know they're getting some hype fresno almost beat oregon two weeks ago give me fresno on the upside on the road on the road Against chip kelly's boy give me uh, fresno give me give me uh
1: give me chippers You give like me, the uh, bruins yeah huh? yeah give me the brewers give me the brewers Bruins. <laughs> Bruins. Um, just just as I thought baseball was off the mind, it just creeps back in. Um, any other college football talk?
0: I got uh, some word association oh, nice. to do with college football. Uh, just like I give you grief for not having your birdie bogey prepared, mm-hmm. I got word association prepared. We've, prepare we've about.
1: struggled the past a few weeks getting stuff I got, I stuff got word
0: association prepared about two minutes before we went on the air, and I'm going to do this off the top of my head because I haven't wrote it down. We're going Big Ten football coaches. All right, all right. Kirk Ferentz,
1: gum chewer.
0: Gum chewer. I forgot. He even chewed gum.
1: Yeah, that jaw has to be a nightmare.
0: <laughs> Longest tenured coach in uh, Division One. Yep, been there for a long You've time. Been
1: pretty good, consistent.
0: Jim Harbaugh,
1: khakis. Um, I just I cannot get over him eating milk with steak.
0: Drinking milk with steak. Oh, I screwed that up two again. Weeks in two in two weeks in a
1: row. Drinking milk with steak. Uh, James
0: Franklin, uh, spax.
1: Does he wear glasses? Yes, I he does so. wear glasses. <laughs> uh, Ryan Day. Um, man, he uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Curtails. Coattails. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. coat <tails. laughs> coat uh, riding Urban's coattails. Now we get to see if he's an actual good coach. Yeah, we'll now.
0: see if he can bounce back after after a big loss early in the season. Greg Ischiano.
1: Fiery. Uh, I think he's going to bring Rutgers back.
0: Could have been Tennessee's coach.
1: Should have been Tennessee's coach. Jeff Brom. Jeff Brom. Hmm. Trying not to offend. Um, Go for
0: it. I really don't care mm, at this point. Overpaid. Uh, Yeah. He's still the eighth pay-aside coach in the nation. Highest paid coach in the nation, I believe. Uh, Mel Tucker.
1: Great defense. I hope he was a defensive guy now that I said that.
0: I think so. I think you're with, right. With Georgia? Yeah, he was their defense yeah. coordinator before we got to Colorado. You're right. You're right. Is um, his name is Mike? Mike Loxley? Yeah. It's
1: okay, Mike, Mike, Mike Loxley, um, yeah. I can, can I high-powered offense. I mean, we're seeing it of Maryland already. He was Alabama's offensive coordinator. Illinois put up a ton of points when he was their offensive coordinator back last time they were good about 14 years ago. Um, high-powered offense.
0: Paul Christ. Boring Scott's coach just gets yeah. done.
1: He's like the boringest guy. I just – I don't – yeah.
0: Scott Frost.
1: Oh, man, arrogant, um, know-it-all, um, bad yeah. football coach. Watch yourself. Um, <laughs> talk about most overrated, overpaid coach in college football right now. It, he was the most hyped coaching candidate I can remember. And he went back to his home school, and he has been abysmal there, and they needed to fire him. Is
0: it safe to say, like, Nebraska, Tennessee, and Texas are three programs that are just gone and they're not going to get it back?
1: They And their fans think they're back to where they were. Uh, Texas is the only one I can see ever getting back to some sort of they national They just relevance. lost
0: against a school they would consider a walkthrough when they get to the SEC. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that, yeah. Arkansas being in the SEC. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think Nebraska will be perennially right around seven and five ish. Um, Tennessee, I don't see them ever competing in the SEC. They again. got a they
0: got a former UCF coach, Josh mm-hmm. Heupel, now.
1: And who knows? Maybe he rode um,
0: Scott, Scott Frost Scott Frost's coattails. Coattails. <laughs> we'll see how Gus Malzahn does down there at UCF now. I didn't even know he's down there. That's interesting. PJ Fleck.
1: Oh man, shtick. Yeah, you know? he just he he has a shtick. Yeah, he does, and um, it's where it's it's grown old for everyone outside of his fan base. But uh, I think even his fans are starting to be like, eh, I, I think it was going
0: to grow old at Western Michigan mm-hmm. after a couple of years, and he got out the right time. I th-
1: I think he has a ceiling where the first three or four years people are excited and they win some games, and then after that he can't sustain it. Yep. and we haven't been able to see it yet because he wasn't at Western Michigan long enough to do that. Uh, but I think we're starting to see it at Minnesota, where he hits a cap early and he cannot sustain it. Tom Allen, talk about fiery—that's another is one. one. He is—he is—he is, uh, is something else on the sidelines. You see him catch the ball I did not. on the sideline on Saturday, and he spiked it. <laughs> and he gave like this—he gave this nasty look to the quarterback, like he meant to, th- like the quarterback meant to throw it right at him. I think he has um, a
0: little Tom Crean in him
1: got a little Tom Crean in him. I think he's more... A little, little, um, little crazy. More hyper than Tom Crean. A little crazy. Uh, he's a good football coach, days. though. Pat Fitzgerald. Oh, man. Um, get off my lawn type. <laughs> Angry uh, at the clouds. Yep. yeah, Yes. Old man screams at the clouds. Yeah.
0: Brett Bielema.
1: Man, Brett Bielema. Um, he likes to eat. He does like to he's put a, away some food. He likes to put away some food. So do I, though. Can't tell. <laughs> no judgment here. The camera
0: adds 15 pounds, J-Man.
1: That's what I tell myself every Monday.
0: And that'll do it for the Word Association segment, which is brought to you by Rhett Lee, Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew at <coughs> LLC are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of north-central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, give Rhett a call today to schedule your free consultation at 574-722-2221.
1: Do you want to uh, get into uh, NFL or do on this day first? Let me
0: knock the on this day out real Sounds quick. Sounds um, Sporting events on this day on September 13th. Um, got a lot of really old ones that I'm going to bypass. But there's one here, an old one I do want to bring up because maybe you can tell me something about this because I saw it and I'm like, I don't understand this. On this day in 1902, mm-hmm. Chicago Cubs infielders Joe Tinker Evers. Johnny Evers and, Frank, and Chance. Frank Chance appeared together as teammates for the first time, creating okay. the famed double-play combination of Tinker to Evans to Chance.
1: Yeah, what? Uh, that that was huge back in the early 1900s. That was the uh, double-play combo uh, during their uh, two-world series. and okay. it, it, it was famous Tinker who played uh, – um, shortstop, I believe, either Evers or Tinker played shortstop. Tinker to the second baseman Evers to the first baseman Frank Chance. That's what they call it. That Tinker to Evers Chance. It. That yep.
0: would explain it because I'm like I, – I was reading now I'm like, I don't understand this one bit, but maybe Josh will since he knows everything about the Cubs. So um, on this day, 1909, Ty Cobb clinched the AL home run title with his ninth home run. Yeah. They were all inside the park home runs.
1: The dead ball era was very real in baseball. <laughs> Guys could just not hit it far. Fences were so far back, too, that they just weren't hitting them out of the ballpark.
0: And then 18 years later, the New York Yankees, on this day in 1927, clinched the AL pennant after a 5-3 win over the Cleveland Indians at Yankee Stadium. Babe Ruth hit home run number 52 en route to an MLB record, then 60.
1: Yeah, it didn't take him long to change the ball. <laughs>
0: no, it didn't, did it? Well, let's see here. On the day nineteen thirty eight, Alexander Cartwright is inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was the inventor of modern baseball. Oh.
1: Inventing sports is weird. Like <laughs> you, you just have some sort of idea. They're going to stand there at a at a like a I don't even know what kind of sh- a house shaped plate, and a guy's going to throw a small baseball or a small ball, a c- circular thing and you're going to hit it with a wood piece, and then you're going to go to the right. Like, how how do
0: you even invent that? I don't know how any sport got invented. Right. Yep. On this day, 1958, Braves Warren Spahn. Pretty good, yeah. He's the first lefty to win 20 or more games nine times. Hall of Famer. Well, as he should be with that, doing things like that. Um, on this day, 1965, Willie Mays, his 500th career home run.
1: He's also pretty good. Hmm. Um,
0: on this day, 1971, Frank Robinson hit his 500th home run.
1: Also pretty good. <laughs> on
0: the day, 1981, the Atlanta Falcons tie a record of 31 points in the fourth quarter against the Green Bay Packers.
1: It's got to have been broken by now.
0: That's a lot of points in a it quarter. That is a lot of points in But you're proper, right. But. Um, on the day, 1991, Joe Carter became the first baseball player with three consecutive 100 <laughs> RBI seasons with three different teams did with the Indians, the Padres, and the Blue Jays. He
1: was a few years away from uh, hitting one of his famous, um, one of the most famous homers in baseball history. Go, go back up a little bit. I saw something um, right there. Uh, 1988, the 10th time four players hit baseball major league record for grand slam. That makes no sense. Four players hit a grand slam on the same day um, for the 10th time in major league history. That record was just, um, it had been six and they just tied it again this past week, I believe. I did not see that. Yeah, six times in one day were Grand Slam set. On this day
0: in 1999, John Elway's number seven jersey was retired by the Denver Broncos.
1: Talk about overrated.
0: <laughs> On this day in 2013, Jim Furyk fired a 12 under par 59 in the second round of the BNW Championship at Conway Farms Golf Club in Lake Forest, Illinois, becoming just the sixth player to shoot sub 60 in a PGA Tour event. John Gross look alike. He is. Looks like a bird. Um. You know, on this day in 2018, Amazon's live well, Amazon live streams Thursday Night Football as the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Baltimore Ravens 34-23. It was also the first all-female broadcast booth in NFL history. Andrea Kramer was on the call along with Hannah Storm.
1: Amazon is the leader in the talks to acquire Sunday NFL tickets.
0: That would be after the 22-23 season, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be – That would be great. I think it would be huge for the NFL, would, too. a lot more um, accessible than DirecTV. So much
1: more. Uh, hopefully it's less expensive, too. And on this day
0: last year, the Chicago Cubs pitcher Alec Mills no-hit the Milwaukee Brewers 12-0 at Miller Park in Milwaukee.
1: A super unlikely um, okay. no-hitter. Uh, and he pitched really, really well that day, though, as Obviously.
0: And the On This Day segment is brought to you by, like it is every week, performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promos- promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to <laughs> so all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving them a call at 574 210 Five.
1: The NFL is back, which means we head to our segment, Winners and Losers. Give me three winners. Give me three losers. Three winners
0: from Tanner. The Houston Texans. Winners. Are them. one of my winners because I don't think I'll be able to say that too many times this <laughs> week So I, or this year, so I thought I'd throw them a bone. They not only beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, they smoked them. Killed them. Trae Taylor looked pretty
1: good. Them. Mm-hmm. Jackson, uh, Lovey Smith's defense looked amazing. couldn't Couldn't stop bad Big Ten quarterbacks, but could stop one of the greatest college quarterbacks in history. Maybe
0: just knows the pro system better. Maybe. Um, so yeah, they are one of my winners. Give me one of your winners.
1: Uh, Arizona Cardinals That's, going into Tennessee. I actually didn't have them as one of my. Definitely um, a uh, AFC South favorite. Tennessee Titans squad. Um, Kyler Murray said early leader for MVP.
0: Yeah, I mean that, that, that squad's gonna be so fun to watch, but that division's the best in football. Yeah, so, they I
1: mean we're gonna see I guess they could have they could technically have all four teams in that division make the playoffs.
0: They could. Now That'd with be the seventh uh,
1: Yeah, that would be incredible. unlikely, but uh incredible.
0: My other one of my other winners I'm guessing is probably on your list too, the New Orleans Saints. They are not. They are not. Uh I thought the Saints, thought the the Saints were going to be trash. They still could be trash, but uh, wow, I did not see that performance no. coming against Green Bay. Jameis Winston gets made fun of a lot, career game for him, five touchdowns yesterday.
1: Uh, the uh,
0: lowest passing
1: yardage ever for a five-touchdown
0: game. Yeah, I was uh, shocked that he didn't pass over 200 yards. Aaron Rodgers had one of the
1: worst games of his career. I wouldn't even say that's being hyperbolic. He, he was horrendous yesterday. Something's going on there. Yeah. Um, well, they didn't like each other all off season, right, and then they expected right. it to be good when the season started, and it just right. it hasn't been good. Right. in The first game, uh, one of my winners, the Los Angeles Chargers going on the road on the East Coast, someplace that they never play well, uh, which is uh, the Eastern Time Zone, and uh, beating a very good defense. They knocked uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick out uh, early, and he's out uh, at least half the season with a hip sub something. I don't know. It's
0: Tyler Hennig's team now, um, or
1: maybe Cam Newton. If they pick them up. I doubt they do. But uh, the Chargers going out there and uh, played pretty well.
0: Yeah, they did. I don't I don't like saying that, but Justin Herbert's for real. We knew that, though. Mm-hmm. My last winner, how about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Sure. Going into Buffalo. They're down 10 early. Come back, get the win. I think they're for <laughs> real. I mean, it's I one week. It's hard, to, it's hard yeah. to say they're for real, but I think they're going to be right there in the mix for the um. AFC
1: best defense in football uh, tj walk gets absolutely paid and i think it's not a stretch to say that tj walk could end up being better than his brother um every single year of his career he's had at least 13 sacks dolphins um took charles harris a few picks before him i believe uh, and that always hurt uh, he, i think he had about two sacks in three years there before they cut him but uh Yeah, very good Steelers defense. My last winner, it's a homer pick, but uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, had no business winning that game in uh, New England yesterday. Uh, But good teams find a way to win those kind of games where you don't play good, especially on offense. Um, They just – they made – the defense especially made plays when they needed to make them and forced two turnovers, including a turnover inside the 10-yard line with three minutes left that essentially ended the game. New England going in, all they had to do was kick a field goal, take the lead. Uh, the offense has to be better. Tua Tungavailoa had some really good moments. He made one really stupid decision uh, throwing an interception. Uh, but Jalen Waddle looks explosive. Really all the rookie wide receiver, first-round pick wide receivers, look really good. Devontae Smith caught a touchdown. Jalen Waddle caught a touchdown. Jamar Chase caught a touchdown. Um, but, yeah, the offense has to be better. Tua has to be better. Um, but, I mean, you just found a way to win in New England, and Brian Flores is now 3-2 and two against Bill Belichick. And two and one in uh, Foxborough.
0: That's something you want to keep and going.
1: It's it's huge too. Just having fans back in Foxborough, uh, they were so loud yesterday, and just to find a way to win, and Mac Jones played really well in his uh, in his debut. Uh, but yeah, I was pretty happy with the way uh, the game ended anyway.
0: Losers,
1: Buffalo Bills. Um, they're a very easy Super Bowl favorite or Super Bowl pick by a lot of people, um, and to lose at home. Uh, to a team that they were six and a half point favorites on. Um, that's uh, that's kind of a disappointing way to start. Josh Allen was not good. As we said, Steelers defense is so good, uh, but they have to play better. And I assume they'll bounce back this week.
0: I'm um, I'm guessing you got these guys on your list somewhere. The Green Bay Packers. Yep. They're on my list. I mean, as we well. kind of, I kind of hit on them yeah. when the Saints were my winners, but I mean, the Packers. I thought they're, and they still might. We're going to run away at the NFC mm-hmm. North, and that division looks terrible. They looked first just week. awful yesterday. Not only was it Rodgers, but their whole team, mm-hmm. the rest of the offense, the defense looked terrible.
1: I Aaron Rodgers created a distraction for his team, and now he goes in there expecting it to be all. And good.
0: they were playing. It wasn't like they were playing at the Superdome. They were playing right. Jackson. in Jacksonville.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it was
0: a technically a neutral field. Yeah, it's closer to New Orleans, but it wasn't even one of the loudest places in the NFL to play and just got whooped in every at, every <coughs> asset of the game.
1: Yep. Uh, one of my other losers, Urban Meyer, uh, they got absolutely whooped in Houston, as we said, and I think he's regretting not taking a college job. There's also a report out. Who, uh, that says Urban Meyer has had repeated issues with his temper and has become unhinged in Jacksonville. Um, he has everyone looking over their shoulders already, said one source, with direct knowledge of the daily operations in Jacksonville. He becomes unhinged way too easily, and he doesn't know how to handle losing, even in the preseason. He loses it and wants to take over the drills himself. Uh, yeah. That's not a good way to start. I fully expect, and this will be a uh, bucket prediction for the rest of the not for today, but for uh, the future. I think he ends up at USC next year. I think he pulls a Bobby Petrino and quits towards the end of the season and takes uh, a head coaching job You know, his,
0: his health is so bad anymore. Maybe he just stop coaching in general. Just yeah, give it up. Um, he's going to find the NFL is not
1: nearly as easy to win at as it is in college football. I know you don't have to worry about recruiting and all that, but it's so much more difficult to build a team uh, when you can't really hand-pick your players uh, and convince them to come there. Um, and it's a team that's not very good anyway, and he's taken over that, and he's not used to losing. When's the last time he's had a losing record in a season? Has it ever happened? In I don't his think career? it's ever happened. And he he could find himself going four and thirteen this year, and just becoming unhinged even more.
0: That was Trevor Lawrence's first regular season loss ever, high school, college, crazy. anything. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you just made that urban prediction. That's kind of like two years ago, maybe three years ago. I tried to make a really bold prediction say Bob Stoops was going to be Ohio State's next head coach, mm-hmm. and it didn't happen. So.
1: Yeah. Um, with Ohio State, it kind of made sense to promote in-house. It does not for USC, so that's why I think. Um, Urban Meyer, I assume they'll call him eventually, but they have ho- the whole season to uh, kind of figure it out, and they don't really want to wait until the NFL season's over, so uh, it might not happen.
0: My One of my other losers, Tennessee Titans. Sure. Uh, I mean, they were my Super Bowl champions, so I kind of have to stick with them. But, uh, boy, they did not look good in Arizona. No.
1: Uh, they, did, they did not look good, um, especially at home playing in front of fans. A uh, full stadium anyway for the first time. Uh, Tannehill was bad. He was just Raybo, coming off the cov- COVID at, list. At Julio Jones. Yep. He really threw Julio under the bus and said uh, he did a dumb thing that he didn't say he co- it cost him the game, but it hurts the and team. And it
0: doesn't get easier for Titans. Um, they go on the road to the 12th man to right? Seattle who looked pretty good he against Indianapolis. Really good.
1: Russell Wilson looked fantastic yesterday. Um, in Indianapolis.
0: Who's your other loser? Uh, Green Bay Packers oh, they were my other come. loser. Yep. So I got the Cleveland Browns as my third loser. It looked like they yeah. had the Kansas City Chiefs on the ropes yeah. and then just found a way to choke that thing away bad. Yeah. Bad. I mean, I still think the Browns are good. I think they're playoff good. But I think they'll be good. They yeah. could have made a statement yesterday. Mm-hmm. They had a great opportunity, and they and the and they Browns would be in the Browns.
1: They should have won in the playoffs in Kansas City last year after oh. Patrick Mahomes got hurt. Um, And they couldn't find a way to do it. And then, uh, you know, the Colts, or Colts, the uh, Chiefs are turning into the Peyton Manning-led Colts or the Tom Brady-led New England Patriots, where you knew even regardless of what the score was in the fourth quarter, they were just going to find a way uh, to get it done, whether the officials helped them out, which they helped them out a bunch, um, or just Patrick Mahomes making great plays. Um, You you felt the whole time that they were still going to win, and they found a way to do it. Our NFL pick em. We don't know who's going to win the belt yet this week. This is one of the closest we've ever had. I'm currently up four points heading into the final game. We both have the Baltimore Ravens winning. Tanner has them for eleven. I have them for six. So if Tanner or if Baltimore wins tonight, Tanner wins the belt by one Come on, point. Ravens. Um if the Raiders win, I win by four points. I want that um, thing
0: over my shoulder next week.
1: So uh go Vegas. Uh, who who you got? What I got tonight? Yeah. Oh, Baltimore. Oh, well, obviously we both. Twenty-seven,
0: picked seventeen. I'm changing my pick
1: here. Uh, guess will be the J-Man's book of prediction of the week of, uh, as well. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders will win the J-Man the belt because uh, the belt wants. To be you on love J-Man.
0: and You love Davis.
1: <laughs> the belt wants to be on the J-Man's shoulder. That's why I feel like it's fate. I'm just
0: glad you got Vegas point. right. You didn't call him Oakland. I almost called him Oakland, and the whole time I'm telling
1: myself Vegas. Vegas
0: that's progression. Vegas. Vegas, 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 Vegas. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to
1: you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. He also sells uh, insurance in Ohio.
0: All you Buckeye fans out there, go get some insurance from Travis.
1: This episode is also brought to you by the Dam Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, Dam Landing is the place to be. The Dam is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitow. focuses on freshness and quality. You can wash down their delicious food with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best micro brews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manital in their beer garden, or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester
0: take advantage of that outdoor bar area area and patio area while you can yes sir don't have it's uh too many more weeks winter's a coming winter's a, gonna be a coming mm-hmm. here soon it's supposed to be warm the next few weeks though so uh, take advantage go get it when you it. can yeah and this episode of the TNN J-Man show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer like the J-Man and myself it's built on 25 years of I'm an tour. everyday top golfer. Top golfer. There you go. There you go. Hey, you can wear a Circle 15 glove yeah, at Top Golf. Absolutely. My hands are kind of getting blistered. Why not? Yeah. It's built on 25 years of tour experience, featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find those products along with ball markers, divot repair tools, and hats at Circle15Golf.com.
1: The New York Giants on Thursday night ahead to Washington to play the football team. We got.
0: I can't stand the NFC East. It's boring. Giants did not look good against the Broncos yesterday. Um, Daniel Jones has a fumbling problem. That's his biggest problem. I see. He's he not the very ball. good being a good quarterback. Um, problem. He's a good scrambler. He just can't hang on to the ball. I mean, he if, if that's your number his one legs. asset,
1: being a quarterback, you shouldn't be playing quarterback. But well, hanging on to the ball? No. If, being a good scrambler? Being a good scrambler. Well,
0: I'm just saying he's a better scrambler than I think people give him credit for. I mean, he had that long run where he tripped uh, at the 10-yard he line. Does um, st- Sterling Shepard's good. Yeah, it's definitely his number one target. Saquon only got 10 carries yesterday. They're trying to get him back into mm. the motion quick. I mean – I think the Giants will be better by the end of the year than they are now, but right now they're not a good football team. Give me the Washington football team for eight confident points.
1: Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick's out, so Taylor Heineke is – Which is why I didn't go
0: higher. (laughs) Is
1: um, starting. I think Giants are a bottom, probably three or four team in football this year. Um, Give me the football team. Uh, I have seven confidence points on them. Um, I struggle to see the Giants scoring a touchdown uh, against that great defense. I think they score a touchdown. I don't. Book it.
0: Okay. They only scored one against a pretty good defense yesterday, so. Yeah. They're not scoring one. <laughs> Buffalo at Miami. Sorry, Jay, man. I got the Bills here. Um, I think it's going to be a close one, but I think the Bills will be out for blood. I still think they are one of the best five teams in the AFC. But I only got five on the Bills because it wouldn't shock me for the Dolphins to win in front of a pumped-up crowd. It's been
1: um – A very good home field advantage for the Dolphins since they did their renovations. I said this last week that the entire side uh, visitor's sideline is in the sun the entire game, and the Dolphins' sideline is in the shade. It was kind of genius uh, the way they designed that.
0: Um,
1: Buffalo coming off the loss to Pittsburgh. They don't want to start 0-2. I think they'll be out for blood as well. I don't think the Dolphins will be able to score enough points. I think their defense will keep minute, though. Uh, Give me Buffalo and I have four. I
0: thought you were going to – Pull a switcheroo and do the Dolphins for about four.
1: Nope.
0: Cincinnati traveling
1: to abysmal Chicago Bears. Abysmal? Abysmal. I think they
0: lost to a pretty good team last night. Lost to
1: a good team, but I just think the Bears are trash.
0: They need to put Justin Fields in soon. Just do it. Get it over with. We all know what's coming.
1: There's no point to have Andy Dalton start another game. We all know what's coming
0: now. He starts against his former team, Cincinnati Bengals. You got to uh, say, right. say it for right. Bengals. Before there he was with the Cowboys. Forgot he was with the Cowboys last year. Um, Burrow looked pretty good yesterday. His mm-hmm. first game back after his ACL. Chase looked good. You, like you said, Bengals got a much needed last second overtime win over the Vikings. But I think the Bears get him. But I'm only giving this six confident points.
1: We are right on the money. I have the Bears for six as well. Uh, Cincinnati's offensive line is still Sassanana. horrible. Um, Khalil Mack and their pass rush will. It's uh, be a long day off. for Joe. Um, if the Bears lose this one, though, I wouldn't be surprised if Matt Nagy's time is done. Yeah, two weeks in, he's heating up. Um, it probably should have ended last year. Give but, him the Hilton uh, treatment. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to fire him week two, what was the point of even keeping him for another year? You know, as I said,
0: I feel like you just said that about USC. I, I did <laughs> exact
1: same thing. <laughs> Houston traveling to Cleveland.
0: Yeah, Houston got a win last week. Uh, it was over horrid Jacksonville. Cleveland, like I said, choked away a win at Arrowhead, one of the toughest places to play, if not the toughest in the league. Browns get it done at home. Give me 13 confident points on this one. Here we go again. I
1: have the Browns for 13. <laughs> uh, I think they'll blow out Houston. Houston Houston got their one win of the season. If
0: they don't, I mean, could, maybe could Houston's get ugly a surprise, there. but it could get ugly in Cleveland. Yeah.
1: It it is it does kind of help that there's an extra game added on to the end of That's the season uh, that could really help teams out to start and 2 I think we'll see point. more teams that start 0-2 Very good point. Uh, make the playoffs. The Los Angeles Rams travel to NapTown, Indianapolis.
0: Rams look good last night, man. I like the way Stafford uh, looked last night. I, he
1: is such an upgrade over Jared Goff. Uh, he is,
0: and it, he might be a dark horse MVP candidate if he stays healthy. I. I just looked at him like, man, this guy can sling the football. I forgot how good he was in Detroit. He just mm. had never had weapons around him besides Megatron for seven or eight he years. He
1: has the worst record in NFL history against teams that end the season over 500. Yeah. I think that's going to flip around yep. a little bit this year because I think they're legitimately good. the Rams
0: are good. I mean, Aaron Donald's a beast. Uh, they got weapons everywhere. Colts struggled yesterday. Carson Wentz didn't play very good. Their offensive line was awful. I mean, we're not talking just about, like, whoever their center mm-hmm. is now, but, but Kelly was awful. Quentin Nelson Nelson was awful. I mean, what what, what in the world? I mean, uh-huh. they had some guys getting whooped. Uh, God,
1: they, it uh, never really felt like the Colts had any shot
0: to win no, that game from give the me, jump. Give me the Rams for 11.
1: I have the Rams for five. Um, it's tough for West Coast teams to come play a 1 o'clock game in the East Coast. Um, Except the
0: Seahawks did it with Se- The East.
1: Seahawks had no problem doing so. it. I think, uh, yeah, I think the Rams are a better team, and they'll be able to put up some points. But I think it could be a fairly close game. Colts don't want to lose their first two home games. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Uh, the New England Patriots head to the New York Jets. Zach Wilson looked bad yesterday. Yeah, he
0: looked bad at Carolina. Uh, I think the Patriots bounce back get their first win of the year. Mm-hmm. Give me them on the road for twelve.
1: I have them on the road for ten. I think Mac Jones looked very good. I would think. The Jets will really struggle scoring points against that really good New England defense. San Francisco traveling east to Philadelphia, who looked really good yesterday.
0: Yeah, and San Francisco about pulled a horrendous choke Mm -hmm. job at Detroit. I was high on San Francisco. I think I only had them losing like one or two games on their predictor in the the regular season. So I'm rolling with the Niners on the road, but only for four. I have the Niners for three. Have we ever got to disagree on anything? I don't think
1: we've disagreed yet. Um wouldn't surprise me, obviously, if Philadelphia ends up winning this one because they looked really good yesterday, but now they're playing a team that's not horrendous. Uh, the Vegas Raiders travel to Pittsburgh.
0: Pittsburgh's very good. Like I said, arguably the best defense in the league. We don't know how, what the Raiders going to look like because they played their first game tonight, uh, actually, in a matter of minutes. Um, but uh, give me the Steelers for 10. I have the Steelers for
1: 12. That defense is just just nasty. nasty. Yep. The Denver Broncos travel to Jacksonville.
0: I hate doing this, Josh, but I'm taking the Broncos for 16.
1: 16? <laughs> yep. You're that confident, huh? If
0: Teddy Bridgewater can take care of the ball like he did yesterday and make yeah. some fourth-down plays, which they went for on fourth-down three times, including fourth and seven, got all three, I think the Broncos could be pretty good this year.
1: I think Jacksonville is one of the worst teams in football. Um, I think they're better than the Giants, though. That's, that's, wow. that's the lowest –
0: Wow! Like, I have the
1: lowest opinion. I of will not York agree Giants.
0: with you there, but I don't um, think they're good.
1: But at the same time, we just read that report that it's looking ugly already for Urban right. and Jacksonville. I have Denver for eight, not 16. I'm not that confident. <laughs> Minnesota, you have them. You have more confidence in Denver winning in Jacksonville than you do Tampa Bay beating Atlanta. Yes. And Arizona beating Minnesota. Yes. Green Bay winning at home against Yes, Detroit. that's how bad I thought Man. the Jaguars
0: were against the Texans. Man. Give me Arizona
1: for 15 over Minnesota.
0: I have Arizona for. I got to find this game now. Where is it? Arizona for nine.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I have Minnesota. Atlanta travels to Tampa Bay. I
0: have Tampa Bay for 14. I have
1: Tampa Bay for 14 as well. (laughs) I just. Yeah. Um, Atlanta could end up being in the market for a top three quarterback. Uh, Dallas, who looked really good against. Tampa. Really good against Tampa, traveling to the West Coast to face the Chargers. I got the Cowboys for three. I have the Cowboys for 11. I believe in Dak Prescott. We still haven't disagreed uh, at all. Yeah, we have on points, though. Yeah. That could be. Uh, I don't see us disagreeing on no. two of the next three. No. Tennessee at Seattle. We got Seattle for one. I have Seattle for nine. I think they play pretty well, uh against Tennessee. This might be the only one we disagree on. We still might not even disagree. Kansas City at yeah, Baltimore. Got Kansas City for two. I have Kansas City for one. We're not gonna disagree at all this week, so it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting points wise. Um the Detroit Lions travel to Green Bay.
0: I've ripped Green Bay all show, but if they lose to Detroit then put on it's the sirens, bad. there's gonna yep. be Jordan Love Talk. Uh give me Green Bay for fifteen. I have Green Bay for
1: sixteen. I think they just wipe the absolute floor <laughs> <laughs> with the terrible Lions team. Oh, man. Um we didn't disagree at all. It nope. was it was kind of an easy week to pick games, I it think. Was. There was a lot was. of teams that are favored pretty good. It was. Um but still we don't we don't uh agree this much that often. Yep. So
0: you ready to hear some birdie buttons? Yeah, because I forgot the
1: question. Baseball one you like. I know that. it's pitcher
0: related, but I literally haven't <laughs> thought about Scherzer it. Max
1: so. Scherzer is the 19th pitcher in Major League Baseball history to reach 3,000 career strikeouts. He's the second fastest to get there in terms of innings, behind only who? Oh
0: no! I'm not gonna get this. Roger Clemens. <sighs> Good guess. Randy Johnson. He was my other guest. I swear on everything, man, he was my that other guest. I feel like Randy has been the answer so I, many times. I know. Like, he, I think he, he can't was be the Randy last again, yeah. So I'm, like, I think I'm he gonna was go was with Roger. Last? Darn it!
1: You're three strokes behind. I know man. the biggest the biggest
0: lead of the year for you. Man, it's gonna be tough. Just just be ready for a tough one next week. You've got to start. I say. Yeah. I mean, I've had some <laughs> tough ones, but. Yeah. It's going to be a tough yeah. on next week, but uh, wrap us up, J-Man, for episode two fifty two.
1: For watching the Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. Querian Schultz is next. Yeah, what, tune yeah. in for that. The, the ISC Sports Network
0: dynamic duos to back now during football season.
1: We are honored to be the lead in. We are.
0: <laughs> go watch two pros get it done. Yeah, <laughs> you see yeah, yeah.
1: amateurs. Yeah, see. Go uh, watch
0: two com- pros. C- compare
1: us to them, and <laughs> you'll please, never, you'll yeah, never want to turn yeah, us on don't, again.
0: Don't say that. Don't say that. What, what are you
1: doing you're killing the
0: lead in now uh, anyways up, yeah. don't change the channel go watch uh, go Green watch Karras 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 right
1: after uh that was a fun show talking some nfl college football uh, we have uh, two minutes left i mean we can talk some baseball real quick to be honest um you just
0: plug pete tell people where they can go to get our merchandise i
1: want to watch i want to talk baseball for a little bit look looking at the uh <laughs> look, looking at the uh, leads here the uh, New York Yankees have started to choke a little bit. So uh, I'm going to just mute your win. mic here. <laughs> they, they did win today, but they have found themselves one game behind uh, the Boston Red Sox and the Toronto Blue Jays there in the last spot. Uh, but, yeah, other than
0: that. Oh, uh, that's what <laughs> you wanted to get in, <laughs> muting his
1: mic. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds have lost, like, seven straight series, but somehow they're still tied because the uh, San Diego Padres are bad. Go watch Query and Schultz. We'll be back at it next Monday for another episode of the Tan and Jamie Show. Have a great week, everybody.